How to think like a conservative. There are two realities or two perspectives that form two realities. These two realities cannot be reconciled, to do so or attempt to, only contaminates one and promotes the other. Reconciliation is akin to mixing potable water with putrid. The contaminated water might be less rancid, but it is still not drinkable. It is wrong to consider conservatives a liberal nervous about change. We may as well believe Satan is a Christian of a different denomination from us. Too many commentators would have us believe conservatives and liberals have things in common. There is the implicit suggestion that with some prodding, conservatives could be pushed further to the left. How accurate is the idea that many conservatives want to move forward and embrace liberalism, and what if they could overcome their fear of change? Unfortunately, the trope may be justified. Conservatism has been pushed to the left. It is not difficult to see why. If our political survival depends on placating the masses, all politicians are required to adopt a superficial liberalism at minimum. Conservatives cannot survive without having political power, and political power requires adopting the politics of a liberal. No one will get elected promising to do nothing, and every promise one makes, even as a conservative candidate, brands your politics as liberal. There are no hard right politicians. They are a categorical impossibility. There are no conservatives in government. The drift of the right to the left is entirely due to a perceived need on the right to get elected. This tells us many conservatives think they need to be closet liberals because politics is nothing more than the promotion of the liberal agenda. If we propose that socialism is the dividing line or in a more general sense, freeloading we can put every action, policy and politician that advocates a social justice agenda on the left. Or, more clearly, the willingness to transfer wealth without the owner's consent epitomizes the left. Anyone who advocates for taxation, any form of subsidization or public ownership is a liberal. The only question to ask is how far left are they? To elaborate more along these lines, the left pursues an agenda using what they consider to be community resources. The left views the resources within a community as common land which all subjects have a say in allocating and a claim on. According to God, the preeminent owner, the worker is worthy of his wages, and not even the ox ought to be muzzled. Therefore, the work that we do produces value, and we as the laborer deserve payment for what we do. Our work belongs to us, the laborer, not the community. The ownership of equity is an absolute position, a pure and undefiled category of existence. There is no way to compromise this position of ownership by adopting the policies of liberalism without the result being socialist. Conservatives respect the ownership rights of the creators of capital. Those who want to make excuses and justify exploiting the producers of capital and workers who create equity, so they can benefit a non-productive group can, but do not call your actions, or yourself, conservative. A compromised conservative is a socialist. A person who transfers the wealth of one person to another is a socialist. Those who forcibly extract what belongs to someone else to fund a social agenda or public works project belongs on the left. None of this is part of the conservative worldview. God owns the natural world. Mankind cannot create nature. 
All of mankind's creative activity adds value to the natural order, but cannot add or subtract what exists naturally. If nature is composed of assets, then what mankind does is modify assets into goods and services that add value as equity. All equity has a human author and must be paid for. Conservatives, focused as they are on the rights of owners, are to create capitals. These are defined as self-governing political jurisdictions. Capitals represent conservatives. Each conservative is represented by an account in the capital. All work done is done for the capital and is paid for by the capital. Capital's use prefers a contraction of preferred shares as a unit of account. Capitals are formed by account holders making deposits in their accounts. Cash and kind deposits are both made. All deposits are recorded as prefers. Capitals are divided into 12 economic sectors. Each sector represents a type of commercial activity. The capital has no need to tax members or their accounts. If a road or school or other public good needs to be constructed, the capital deposits the cost of the construction or other service required in the accounts of those assigned to do the work. New wealth always covers the issue of prefers, so there is no inflation. Because the capital is represented by a ledger and every conservative has an account in the ledger, there is no unemployment. Anyone can get work. Labor is paid for by the capital depositing prefers in the laborer's account. With full employment there is no poverty, homelessness or hunger. There is no need to think like a socialist and rob Peter to pay benefits to Paul. We can be conservatives, we can think and act like conservatives. There is no need to abandon conservatism to get elected. We can think like a conservative and respect the rights of all persons to the value they produce. We can be conservatives by coming together in a conservative association called a capital. We only need to stop thinking like liberals and think as a conservative. Stop freeloading and aiding and abetting freeloaders.